DJ, drop a beat. Not another podcast. 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 Those people are the freaks, man. They're hookers, so it's fine. James. Meth is a hell of a drug. Okay, bitch, it's on. Price. You know what really grinds my gears? I bet they're Brazilianaires. Samantha. Get out now or sting, get weaved. When we're really <laughs> desperate, we put our hands underneath his balls. Big Jim. I know my way around a joke. You've been shaving your own pubic hair for years? No, I've just been collecting it. I'm not weird. Danny. Don't want to sound like a dick or nothing. Had an expansive bookmark collection. What the hell is wrong with you people? Not another podcast. So Uh, tell us about your new job. Yes. It's work from home. Um, It's not with a bunch of people that called me the liberal. So, um, yeah, right. Um, Well, I mean, the... The people have been at least nice to my face, so, you know, it's fine. It's been a, a cordial workspace. There's a few people that I actually do really like, so I'm not looking forward to the quitting process because I'm going to hurt the person's feelings who hired me, and I very much like her, so it just, it it sucks. But um, full medical, dental, vision benefits, thank God. Um, oh, yeah. Full-time, work-from-home, salary, bonuses, so I'll be able to get bonuses and there's, there's uh, what's called spiffs involved, which like the manufacturers will give um, bonuses in the matter of sometimes monetarily, sometimes gear or equipment. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm, I'm excited. <sighs> it was a, it was a really fast process actually. Cause I'm one of my friends at radio hour. Our, our narrator was like, well, you know, my company is hiring a lot. Uh, it was like, oh, but you, you, you just got a job. I was like, no, give me your job. <laughs> like, tell me what is it? <laughs> so he let me know. He, uh, I sent him mine and Ryan's resume. So Ryan is going to very likely end up working for the same company. Um, we'll be on different teams and probably in different departments, but, um, we'll be working for the same company and it'll be working from home. Um, yeah, no, I'm excited. Hell yeah. Great. Well, congratulations, Sam. That's awesome. Congrats. I appreciate that. It's been a stressful, stressful year. So, yay. I can pay my bills. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the joys of adulting. Right. (laughs) Well, while we're waiting for Bryce, and I'm sure he will have stuff to add when he comes on, but um, I was witnessed to the most extreme form of entitlement i have ever seen and it was directed at our good friend travis and danny wow that was the most entitled you've ever seen you live a in person life in person i've seen it in videos and things like that oh my god yeah i've never seen it in person so you have to do is become a smoker (laughs) yep so this open your world this and I, I want it noted that uh, I did not, um, I did not say probably what I should have said. None um, of us did. I know we were all so good. <laughs> Trying to be polite to impolite people. Well, I think honestly, it, look, I'm going to be honest, and I was, I was actually shocked. So that kind of like halted my my you know, attack process. Um, but let me, let me just set the stage and, and Danny and Travis, you can, you can uh, chime in once I, I give the story. So 
Danny and Travis, they, they get together every Sunday and they do their laundry at the laundromat. And every once in a while I'll go and, and we'll hang out and we'll have some guy time. We'll talk and, and shoot the shit. And, and we were having some of the best conversation we ever had. We were talking music and movies and just having a good old time. And, and there was, there had been a couple in there doing their laundry and, um, both Danny and Travis are smokers. So every once in a while, they'll get up, they'll go outside and they'll have a smoke. They're far enough away from the exits to be within legal limits, which three I didn't even times know. away to be legal, <laughs> actually, which I didn't even know was a thing. I knew you had to smoke outside, but I didn't know the distance or anything because I'm not a smoker. So I don't pay attention. Anyway, this lady comes out. We're outside. They're having a they're having yet another smoke. And this lady comes out, they had just finished their laundry and she just had to lay into both Danny and Travis and me for some reason um, about their chain smoking and how the smoke is filling the laundromat and her car, which by the way, was a good hundred feet away. Um, and she just told us that she was there to do her laundry and get her clothes clean. And, and she found the smell of the smoke disgusting. And then she stormed off and Travis <laughs> just goes, okay, thank you. And <laughs> how else were you going to say? Right. I mean, Honestly, we thought of some choice stuff afterwards, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, look, those are those moments. There is nothing that we could say that was going to placate her. Anything that we did could have escalated it into a shouting match that neither one of us were going to win. We knew that we were well within our legal rights of where we were with a legal product, consuming it outside. Yes, were the doors open of the laundromat? They were. Lady could have closed them. That They are not like permanently open. She could have closed the doors. She nope. didn't. She chose not to. We are there and have been there every Sunday, barring maybe one or two, for the past three and a half years, from nine-ish in the morning on Sunday until anywhere from 1 to 4 p.m., depending on how long the conversation goes. Every fucking Sunday. Yep. And she shows up like... This is her laundromat, and we have done nothing but ruin her entire life because of cigarette smoke. And again, the fact that she was so, she was spun out of control over it. Like, literally, it had ruined her life. And, and even though it pissed me off, it's like, you know, mind your own fucking business, right? We were legal with a legal product. Uh, 30 feet away from the door when the law here in Oregon is 10 feet mm -hmm. yep. and we weren't quote chain smoking. Not that day. Mm -hmm. um, we had come out. <laughs> we had, there are days absolutely that we chain smoke out there, but we stay outside yep. and, and she was so spun out of control and so filled with rage that that almost was, that was the gift it was like, she's going to go home and she's still going to be mad. And she's yeah. going to tell all of her friends and her family about these motherfuckers who were chain smoking and made everything. Re and it's just going to spin her out herself out of control. 
And that's her miserable life. Yep. Her life could be knocked off kilter for days over a couple of guys having a cigarette outside the laundromat. What I and, think really knocked her off kilter even more, though, was just your thank you. <laughs> Again, it was like. Because you're right. You could have you could have just laid into her and 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 everything. But all that would it would have done nothing. It, it would have yep. done absolutely nothing. Yep. But the fact that you were just so indifferent, polite, and that was it. It was my indifference. Mm -hmm. My my, I don't mean this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. That I'm sure it just pissed her off more because she didn't get the reaction she wanted. She didn't get. There was no engagement. It was, yeah, you're irrelevant. Have a nice day, (laughs) and nothing. Yeah. But but yeah, it still was just the the gall of some people. I get it. it. It's up. it's a disgusting habit. It, you know, it, I, I know. I know there are people that and I'll bet you a thousand dollars. She's a former smoker. I'll bet you <laughs> that she is so pissed that she can't light up. And so now she takes it out on everybody else who still does. Yeah. Um, you guys were triggering her. Apparently. That's exactly it. And, and she felt like she had the right yep. to say that. And you know what? She does have the right to say it. And we have the right to do absolutely nothing about it. Yep. Except show up next Sunday and quote chain smoke yep. and not give her any mind. And if she wants to come out and engage... I'll be just as indifferent because ultimately we've been there for three and a half fucking years. She can go to another laundromat Mm. or fix a broke ash machine. I really want to see her try to call the cops. (laughs) The only thing that they can get us for is littering. And I will gladly pay a littering citation, but everything (laughs) else, everything else we are doing is absolutely legal and there's not a fucking thing she can do about it yep. except wine and it's funny um, too because it's like over the times that we've been there you know we've been have you guys the seen Jay her and silent bob of the laundromat yep and i'm cool with that and we've made good friends from folks who are just passing through and they've seen us there a couple of times yep. and oh they hear the conversation and they get drawn in like yeah. i've been yep. there a bunch of times when we've had people just start inserting themselves in the conversation because we're we're not quiet no <laughs> but at the same time it's like we're not talking any massive shit we're just talking about fun stuff for the most part or we're having a serious conversation that you know might be very personal but it's like we have gained uh, at least a friend from our random just conversations we've had well, outside. not only that but but and here's the the funny thing is how many times has the owner overheard one of our conversations walked up to us and went guys i love your conversations here have a handful of quarters. That has happened multiple <laughs> times. Nice. The owner has yeah. done that multiple times because I think that's how he envisions his laundromat. This, he's loaning this, you quarters yeah. that he's he's going to get them back. Gonna get them back. Yeah, but it's still it's a, it's a cool gesture from yeah. the owner. 
So again, I, I would love to see her try to make a big deal out of it. I, because I, I, it'll go nowhere, and that will only piss her off more. Yeah. And she, she needs to either let it go or move to another laundromat because yeah. nothing's going to change. Nope. So, yeah. That was just welcome, to, welcome to 2020. I, I've always <laughs> wondered what would happen if, if, you know, I, and, and something similar happened. I was at, Bree and I were at Disneyland a few years ago and this lady, we're waiting in line to get our food. And this lady just went off on a tangent about how it wasn't quick enough and she was getting her food and she just ripped into the, the poor server. And I'm standing there and I just wanted to go, excuse me, look at the line. This is one of the biggest amusement parks in the country it's always crowded they're not catering to you yep if the food's not coming quick enough maybe you should come at a time where it's not prime eating time yeah but you know there is that and you should small... also check your burger because they might have just spit in it oh of course they did because yeah, i would have started pissing off food service staff yeah. oh oh it comes back to you and you don't yeah. even know it. So, yep. so go ahead. Nice to the people who serve your food. Yep. Have there fun, is, Karen. Like um, if you're having a bad time in the park or something, you know, I understand things go wrong and things like that, but don't take it out on the people who work there. It's not their fault. You want to yeah. you want to meet some Karen's. Answer the phone in a newsroom. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, yeah. Imagine. that I believe. Oh, gosh. No, I find yeah. it funny, I, I, really, I'm, because honestly, yeah. that's always been a thing for me. You know, it, the one thing that like she didn't bother me nearly that bad. Because honestly, I, I was with Travis. It was just like a non point. It's like, uh, OK, sure, whatever. The thing that used to piss me off is if I was walking down the street, the cough. Yeah. Yep. That cough or yep. that. Yep. The passive aggressive. It's like, bullshit. Oh, you. oh, yeah. The Cut cough is my favorite. Give it a sniff. You'll be fine. Yep. <laughs> and, 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 and the nice thing now is what's now that the masks have come off. If, if somebody does that to me now, I am so tempted to go, that's probably COVID. Put a fucking mask on, you shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh huh. <laughs> inconsiderate. I'm a smoker. You're I'm susceptible. <laughs> Absolutely. I've got underlying conditions. What the fuck are you thinking, you entitled shit? <laughs> Bryce, you you worked in retail. I I'm sure you've got some fucking stories. Um, we had a few weird people, but <clears throat> for the most part, it was pretty tame. <laughs> Same here. Yeah. Haven't had that many. Um, my old manager when I worked at at a retail location um years ago uh, she had a guy um she recommended a dog food to him and he came back with the food because his dog wouldn't eat it and launched it at the cashiers and then dog food everywhere and he was all pissed off and just i was like whoa so that was just secondhand though I've, i'm with bryce though i haven't had any like traumatic I think the, experience the most memorable was 
somebody took a shit in the CD aisle, which was pretty <laughs> weird. Yeah. Movie, these fucking music albums are shit. Yeah. Your selection was, uh, is garbage. Here's what I think of you. It was a very weird uh, moment. And then this lady came up to complain because a bunch of teenagers that worked there were laughing about it. She was saying um, that she could get salmonella from it. And I'm just trying not to laugh in the corner. being like, what are you going to get down there and lick it up? Yeah. Yeah. yeah don't eat it. <laughs> would be a first good step. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. Salmonella through osmosis. Yeah. You do you. I'm not going to tell you how to live your best life. <laughs> Fecal yeah, that's probably the weirdest moment. <laughs> oh humans i don't know honestly i never really experienced any karens in food service what i did experience was overly picky eaters so i worked at burgerville and this guy would come in and he wanted his burger absolutely dry so bread Gross. and meat and his salt his fries to be unsalted and it was like that's a serial killer <laughs> sure thing bud oh samantha just jumps to that's serial killer <laughs> that's Not my response lie. to everything it's like all right sure i mean do you want some napkins for a side maybe <laughs> some sawdust yeah maybe seriously like on. i'm pretty sure i could sweep up some dust from the back that might be a good seasoning on your fucking burger or something jesus christ <laughs> But yeah, I never really experienced any Karens in food. I service. suddenly want to explore more of Samantha's serial killer. Like, how do you spot serial killers? Well, well clearly that way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dry burgers with unsalted fries. Serial killer, one hundred percent. There is a person in that guy's basement. So, let, let me just get you a cardboard box. Put a little water on it. It'll be good to go. <laughs> I won't even charge you for it. Chewable. <laughs> oh, funny. What, what are some other signs of serial killers i mean it could be anything james just anything that rubs you wrong james. anything <laughs> why are you looking at bryce like that <laughs> i'm just staring off blankly because i can't make eye contact with anybody um no no i mean it's i mean except danny he can make, see that's a serial killer that's how you spot it there it now now that goes into more um that's more pervy (laughs) yeah it's like that person's probably gonna whip his penis out at me sometime um and then you go how do you know it's not out already i mean exactly (laughs) like look at the face that's why i can only see it from the neck up yeah and this is only like a three-quarter cut shirt so like there's nothing below my man boobs (laughs) Are you a belly dancer? What are you doing? Yeah. Right, right before he, right before we came I on, I he was forward shit. I mean, fuck. Right before we came on, he was dancing to Goodbye Horses. <laughs> He's just like got an Omegle account, and people are tipping him or something, just sending him money. Oh, gross. That's right. Would you fuck me? Side fuck hustle. Me. Would you follow Emphasis me? On the hustle. I'd follow me. <laughs> follow me so hard. So hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah even as a waitress i never really experienced much we had um a drunk uh we had a, a bunch of drunk dumb teenagers come in after prom i worked at a friendly's right after high school it was a prom or a, a homecoming whatever and one of the one of the guys was really drunk all the girls were sober and like taking care of these doofus boys but they were all really nice 
we just, we just put them in the corner and just made sure they had their food and, you know, it's all good. And uh, this one guy's like, can you give me an order of fries for free? And I covered my name tag. And I said, if you tell me my name, yes, <laughs> I could Aww. not tell me my name. <laughs> Damn it. I want to say it's uh, Patricia. No. <laughs> oh, so close. Damn. There's an A at the end. So you are almost there. <laughs> um, yeah, we had a truckers come in and they were being a little lewd oh my god okay no i remember one that was really like annoying there was this kind of gross family that used to come into this restaurant all the time and the daughter of this family had a crush on my coworker jeff who was also my boyfriend at the time but she was just a little so it was just kind of it was almost like kind of cute like she's 14 15 years old and he's 20 something so it's like whatever so they usually he usually serves that family well he wasn't there i was serving this family do you guys remember when Red Lobster used to give out Mardi Gras beads and it had the big lobster bead at the end? Yeah, kind of. My tip was that. They Yay. didn't leave me anything. That was my tip. So um, when hey, they were leaving. They didn't leave you a chick track. Oh, God. <laughs> when they were leaving, I gave it back to them and I said, this doesn't help me pay rent. And I walked away. <laughs> Accurate. Assholes. <laughs> At least it wasn't yeah. written on the receipt. You can stand to lose a few. Oh my God. <laughs> also Murder accurate. Hurtful, but accurate. Murder, <laughs> death, kill. But I tend to go like with Travis's approach where it's more um, indifference will hurt people a lot more and annoy people a lot more than giving like an angry reaction. Um, yeah, I, I am the smile and nod type. Like, okay. Thanks. Yep. Or the kill them with kindness. Like, yep. you know, like those are the, the go-tos. Like if someone's really mad, like my whole thing is like, you know, like I, you mean nothing to me. So dismissed. <laughs> I've seen that one, Bryce. That's great. Yep. It's such a dick move. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Travis, Danny, and I were talking movies this weekend, and and we got on the topic of like the greatest. What was it? We we had the greatest war movie and greatest western. Mm -hmm. Well, earlier today, I saw my favorite uh, movie reactor, Miss Popcorn in Bed, watched Heat for the first time, mm. and I hadn't seen that in forever. I forgot how good it was, but it got me thinking. What is the best heist movie? Die Hard. Hmm. It's not really a heist, and well, yeah, I guess there yeah, is. It is though. Yeah, <laughs> it, it that's kind of the sole proprietor of all three of them, really. Because we don't count anything. My apologies. Yeah, it's <laughs> it is technically yeah a heist movie. Baby Driver. Ocean's Eleven. Mm. Baby Driver was really good, but I, I think Ocean's Eleven. Um, yeah, the first Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really Ocean's Eight. Ocean's Thirteen was good. Eight was interesting. And I don't know. I just don't think the script was as strong as. Yeah, as I 11. think the script could have used a, a couple more passes before they, yeah. they went to. The, the cast, cast was, was awesome. great. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna, but but I, I just don't think that the writing was as strong in that one. And I liked the Italian job. I thought it was it was mm. stupid and fun, and mm -hmm. you know, and 
and it was it's it's funny to to hear that you know he hated making that movie but he was contractually obligated to <laughs> so i mean but, it was one big mini cooper commercial which i really oh yes it was <laughs> i used to want a mini cooper so a badly i have one it's awesome so do i travis has it's awesome oh thanks uh, whatever <laughs> um, i'm trying to think of other like i'm looking up other heist movies i'm like I, yeah, I'm when you ask me things yeah, I like this here earlier i'm like wait liked, i've uh, forgotten every movie i've ever I actually seen. liked um now you see me that was fun oh, oh yeah yeah, that yeah was the, fun. the premise of that was really good yeah. i really enjoyed yeah. that one uh reservoir dogs yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Oh, I couldn't get yeah. into that one. Oh, really? I that one. Yeah, uh, just did nothing for me. Everyone kept talking it up, so I got it and I watched it, and I was like, "Oh, it's a I movie." Gotcha. You know, and I I will admit, uh, Reservoir Dogs. I had to watch a couple times before I got into it because, like Bryce, I had heard about it so much, and when I first watched it, I just i I didn't get it. Yeah, but I. <laughs> There was See, something I, about it I enjoyed, so I watched it for a second time. And upon the second watch, I was like, "No, this is this is a solid movie." So maybe give it another chance. Maybe. I, I for me, I see. I saw it before it, it blew up, and and yeah. before Tarantino did. I because I was working morning radio, and I would get off work and head straight to hollywood or blockbuster whichever one i was living there at the time and just rent movies and and go home and watch tons of movies and i think it had just come out on dvd before it really and dvd is where it 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 kind of gained its legs and i and i just i saw the cover and the cover was intriguing and i took it home and had no expectations i just saw a bunch of guys in black suits on the cover and was totally unprepared for what I just what what I watched yep. and absolutely fell in love with Tarantino and his pacing and his his brilliance with dialogue and tension and and that scary comedy that he really knows how to how to play and uh, and and I love it so much that when Pulp Fiction came out I was like meh you're a fucking sellout now because <laughs> uh, I was so into Reservoir Dogs, which was indie, man. And, um, and, and Pulp Fiction, I mean, don't get me wrong. Pulp Fiction is a fucking masterpiece, but my heart belongs to Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. And then he did Jackie Brown and I'm like, ah, fuck you. You're over. This was so fucking boring. Um, and then the rest of it, I mean, he just became, Tarantino. I mean, Kill Bill one and two came out, you know, in glorious. It's just, he's, he now has found his sort of niche, his thing. Um, and it's great, but it's very, it's Tarantino. It's just, yeah. you gotta want to watch a Tarantino film, yes. but Reservoir Dogs, I thought was just, I really did. And again, probably because when I, when I watched it, there was no hype. Nobody had told me about it. I oh, just liked it here. before it was cool. Right. I just, I just stumbled <laughs> and, hipster. and was like, holy <laughs> crap. Um, See, yeah. honestly, I, I think the only heist movie that I can actually put up there on my list is more of a uh, nostalgic soft spot movie more than like a masterpiece of heist movies. 
three kings uh, with ice cube right that's it no. right it's three kings it is not uh no it's ronin with robert de niro i actually Best really goddamn car chase ever filmed period hands down i don't care don't even throw bullet at me the car chase in ronin is fucking, fucking on point. epic and yep. I don't. I have seen so many people try to even try to come close. Nothing. Uh-uh. Yeah. No, that movie was that car chase. Fuck. Jesus. And one of the reasons why it's probably at the top of my heist movie list is because it was That's one it. of two movies that I bought, or one of the two first movies I ever bought, because I saw it on the DVD rack and I was like, oh, I need to start my collection of movies. Ronan was one of the first two. Nice. And apparently I was in a Robert De Niro mood because I bought the Frankenstein with him in it as well. Uh, That uh, was my first two DVDs I ever bought. Wow. But it was like, yeah, I fucking loved Ronan. I thought that was a really cool movie. I thought it was really well done. And again, you're absolutely right. The car chase just can't be beat. It's so funny. I remember hardly anything from that movie except the car chase. The car chase is so standout. Yep. It it ah uh, yeah. If you haven't seen it, go just just look it up on YouTube because just the car chase is on YouTube. And let me let insane. me ask you guys, what do you think makes what what makes a heist movie stand out to you? Like, what what's the one thing you look for in a heist movie? Because for me, my I think one of my favorite parts of a heist movie is watching the planning. When they all get together and they start putting together the plan for it, it, it whether it's like, like some of they just sit it. down and do it in one scene, <laughs> or they do it over the course of the movie, which is why I like the oceans movies because the the planning so, yeah. is the whole movie. I think, the- that, yeah, I, I think for me it's the opposite. I think for me it's the improvisation that has to happen when that plan goes awry. goes awry. And they have to make shit up on the fly to reach the same goal. So I dig the planning phase. I know it has to be in there, but watching them kind of have to wing it in certain areas when it doesn't go to plan, that I think is my favorite part of the heist movie. Have you watched Logan Lucky? Which is that the is one that of the newer the, ones with Daniel Craig and it's got um Adam Driver, Driver. Right? no it's so good oh wait a minute wait a minute is that the one where they're stealing the money from Talladega yes that movie is amazing. I have not seen that oh it's God, so it good it's so good my boyfriend and I will look at each other and go did you just say cauliflower every now and then and we're just oh. like. <laughs> It's an amazing movie, but it has yep. everything Travis is talking about. It has every, and for me, yep. like with the heist movie, it's all about the characters mm-hmm. and the the really yeah, and the levels of sort of intelligence and who they can put where. So it's the strategic, the strategery. Um, and Samantha, that's the exact reason. Uh, like Travis, I love the Italian job because they have the individual characters and how they fit together and how they work together. Uh, I love the Italian job for that. For and, and oceans too. You have very different characters with their specialties. Yeah. Oceans, I think, really, I mean, they perfected that that vibe. And and honestly, I mean, a, a tip of the hat to the original with the rat pack. I mean, that is so much of it was 
was lifted and and made better. But I mean, those the 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 character types, the roles, they were all defined in the original Ocean's Eleven with Sinatra and Dino and and Frank. But the new cast was so much more charismatic and it was so much better written and yeah and they did such a good job of like with within just a few lines you knew exactly who each character was yeah you know or with with just you you know uh uh pitt's character you know when they introduce him and he's in you know he's eating he's constantly snacking you knew exactly who he was in that moment. It's like, oh yeah, this is the guy that's going to keep everyone grounded, you know, because <laughs> he was just—he's he, so indifferent to everything. Like nothing gets to him, and I think that's why I like the Ocean's movie. Like every character, when a problem comes up, they're just—they're like indifferent to it. It's like, okay, well, what do we need to do to fix it? Not Matt Damon's character. No. <laughs> you have to have these different levels of character yeah. that are going to yeah. react differently. Yep. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, what's your most, what's your favorite uh, underrated or like hated movie? Starship Troopers. Oh, that's a fun one. I haven't watched that in years. Fucking love that movie movie so hard. Twenty twelve. I will. I will. Twenty twelve for me. It's one of those that if I'm flipping through channels, I do not care what point of the movie we're at. I set the remote control down. Son of a bitch, I'm in, right? Uh, fucking A. 2012 <laughs> is, the, is the worst, best, worst movie ever. Uh, That's me and I think it's uh, it's either Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, I fucking love that movie. Yeah, I really yeah, dug the shit out die, of repeat. And it was kind of a weird concept, but I actually really dug it. It was so good. I guess they have a script written for a second one. Meh. I hope they do another one. I love that movie. Oh, and Oblivion was another one that. God damn it. Up. That was another good one, too. Yeah. <laughs> that was the original <laughs> one I was thinking of. But I'm going to go with uh, King Arthur and the Legend of the Sword. The one with uh, Charlie Hannum. I haven't oh, seen yeah. that oh, yet. I, oh, I that. loved it. That's actually, Yeah, that's actually so pretty good. decent. It's it, so it's... good. Travis, I'll loan you my copy. Thank you. What was um, what was the what was the other King Arthur that, that was out probably 10, 15 years ago? Oh, um, with uh Ian Kira Knightley. Yeah, Kira Knightley was in yep, it. Yep, she yeah, was, it was in just it. King Arthur. Yeah. That was yeah. solid. I like that one. It was solid. It wasn't bad. It was okay. <laughs> it's not one like if it's on TV, like I'll stop and watch, but no. Yeah. And wasn't that Clive Owen that was yeah, on? Yeah, Clive Owen. Yes. That's who it was. Yeah. Yeah. It looked a little too Roman for me, I guess. Yeah. It didn't it didn't feel Arthurian. King Arthur, Arthurian. Well that was yeah. but that was that was the point. I mean the whole the whole point is that they 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 were actually Romans. Yeah. They were Romans, um what was it? Um they were they were essentially stationed in England. Yeah. And, yeah. and the Roman Empire was starting to shrink, so they were about to be called back. And they decided to stay to fight off um, fucking essentially Vikings. Yep. The Danes. Yeah. Yep. So. So, Yeah, that one wasn't too bad. Movies that I do like creature features. There are some like mainstream ones that I like that every time I say I like, I get groans. Um, 
Deep Blue Sea being one of them. Love that movie. I love oh, Deep Blue Sea. Movie. Love Deep Blue Sea. But the ones that I really get groans about uh, are Anaconda. Oh, I love, love that. Movie. I just watch that all the time. And um, and um, John Voight's Lake Placid. Yes. I had I've had so many eye rolls, and I'm like, Lake Placid's a great movie. You're dumb. Well, yeah, <laughs> Oliver Platt as a macho man. I love Lake Placid. That's a great movie. Fucking great. Oh, you just reminded me of another horrible, awful, great movie. The Three Musketeers. Yes! Yes! (laughs) Oliver Platt is our musketeer. Yes. Yes. Fucking great movie. Great movie. Yep. Charlie Sheen. God, I haven't seen Oliver that in so long. I want to watch so it long. now. I know. Right? I think it's on Disney Plus. <laughs> yep. Fucking great movie. Yep. Uh, oh, I, I own thank you, Travis. You just movie. reminded me of one, of, <laughs> of one I freaking love. Um, the Musketeer. Wait. Where? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It Which was, one was um, that, one? that one. The one where they had like hot air balloons and shit oh, no, no 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 steampunk one no no although Uh-oh. that one was good um no um god who was in it i'm trying to pull it up uh was it 2011 one no that's three musketeers no i think it was 90s we're all on google that wasn't the it. one with gerard depardieu was it uh it was 2001, and yes, I think it was Gerard Depardieu. Justin Chambers. It was his first movie. Mina Savari was in it. Uh, Stephen Ray. Ray, Tim Roth. Oh. Oh! I remember that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eh. Eh. Oh, and um, I freaking love uh, Man in the Iron Mask. Yeah. Yeah. With DiCaprio. Yeah. Oh, really great bad movie. Mortal Kombat. Okay. I watched the fucking shit out of that movie. I bought the fucking soundtrack on CD because I love that fucking movie so much. Great movie. I love it. Annihilation was garbage. I'm sorry. Oh, it was. But the first Mortal Kombat was where it's at. It was a banger. They cast the blue thing perfectly. Did you make a Highlander reference too in there somewhere overheard? Did somebody say Highlander? Yeah, yeah I did. Where oh, the Highlander was great. playing an Asian uh, guy. But Highlander is not a bad movie. Highlander is a shit movie. They have <laughs> beautiful. They have they have what a Belgian guy playing a Scot and a Scotsman playing a Spaniard. Fuck you. But it's <laughs> awesome. It is fantastic. I am totally devoted to the entire world of Highlander. But that movie really, if you tried to explain it and how it was casted, they would laugh you out of a fucking studio. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to get a Belgian guy to play the Scot. And then I want to get a Scot to play the Spaniard. And they're going to use Japanese swords. What? <laughs> Fuck you. You're done. Out. Next. Whatever. That shit was what glorious. else you got? The soundtrack for that. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Too. We're going to get Queen to do the soundtrack. Princess well, of the Universe. Tell okay, we're in. <laughs> and who wants to um, forever? Come on. I, I know it's split, but I love 1984's Dune. 
Yeah. I fucking will watch that anytime. Oh, I wonderfully that appreciate so it. Don't watch I it on a high def TV. It, it kind of ruins it. It, it uh, I never watched it till recently. Do you know, here's the only reason that I rewatch it because I do so despise the movie. I was so disappointed because I was so looking forward to finally seeing somebody attempted on the screen. But I will rewatch it simply to watch a young Patrick Stewart. Yep. That he is so fun in that role and he is so not Jean-Luc Picard. Mm-hmm. He's he's and that I will watch it for that. But I, oh my god, every time Sting comes on to the show and he's all <laughs> he's all oiled his, up with his it. bleached blonde spiky hair. Oh. Ah, fuck you. No, that movie's got its flaws, casting being part of the problem. And the addition, like I have uh, a I soft spot for Kyle. I like Kyle McLaughlin. I McLaughlin. really love him. Uh, so he's delightful. I'm with you though. Like Sting is, is yeah. horribly miscast. I loved Kyle McLaughlin when he was super young, and they were trying really hard to shoehorn him into the Rat Pack, right? And it never took. And then he drifted. And then I didn't like him. I didn't. I was not a Twin Peaks guy. I didn't. I, I couldn't see him in do. But when he played the mayor of Portland in Portlandia, he is the only redeeming thing about Portlandia to me. <laughs> he is so awesome. Did you ever see role. the movie The Hidden? No. Oh, it's one of his best. Okay. He, he plays really he plays a, a uh, undercover detective and they're uh, pursuing this killer. And it turns out the killer is actually an alien parasite that will hop from body to body. Oh, nice. And, and then there's a, a fantastic twist at the end um, that as a kid, I didn't see coming, but upon rewatch, it's like, oh, it's kind of obvious. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great movie. It's my it's, pro- yeah. one, one of my problems with Kyle McLaughlin is even as a young man, his chin looked fake. His chin has always looked <laughs> like it is a prosthetic everything i've and now you will not be able to unsee it by the way (laughs) any photo you see there is this this it's this extra chin of kyle mcgall yeah what's so funny is that um what is it how i met your mother when he played a character in that they leaned into like his facial features because they're like they thought that he was going to kill one of them and it's like a shadow comes over and you see this nice guy because he's got this nice strong chin and then it's just his yep. eyes and it's like serial killer yep. so it's like, <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. I was introduced to him on Desperate Housewives. I'd never knew who he was before. I never watched Twin Peaks. I've never, I hadn't seen Dune at that point, but he played um, Marsha Cross's husband, um, Bree Vandekamp in that show. And she, I don't know, he was really delightful. <laughs> I just really love him. Well, I have a question for you all since we're on the movie trend. Uh, what is your absolute favorite movie of all time? Like, doesn't matter what mood you're in, oh, you'll watch it. You doesn't matter me what. This. Yeah, you, I can't. Well, There's no way I can answer this. Try. <laughs> Answers I, are basic. Um, and I have two of them, and I will always have two of them. Uh, these are some of two of my all-time favorites. Um, and that would be The Labyrinth and The Princess Bride. Well, Sam and I are good friends now. <laughs> but like, give me Elf and my big fat Greek wedding any day. 
Fair. Yeah, so I, I can only give you like five. Well, those are Desert that, Island movies, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if that, that that's an easier way of putting this than your mm-hmm. favorite all time. Uh, Godfather 1, Godfather 2, Scarface, uh, Saving Private Ryan, Braveheart. And I know it's pretty oh, basic, but no. my God, any one of those movies. And look, Scarface is a shit movie. It is awful. It is it. It, it is campy dialogue. It is shitty 80s fashion. It is Al Pacino doing the worst, most greatest accent ever. Mm-hmm. But my God, I will, I, I, I am all in. Um, I don't have to explain Godfather 1 and 2. I, I, I hope I don't. Uh, nope. Yeah, and then Saving Private it. Ryan. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan is, is to me, it's just a cinematic masterpiece. It, 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 it encapsulates to me all the things about World War II that, that I've been told about or I learned or I read or whatever. And is some of it, you know, romanticized and fictionalized? Sure. But that, that opening 22 minutes on the beach yeah. gets your attention and sets up the story so well. And then Braveheart, completely factually inadequate, inaccurate, oh, yeah. but my favorite Scottish fucking amusement park ride ever. Yep. The, the cast, the costumes, the script, the everything about Braveheart is fantastic to me. And yeah. Yeah, I agree and with then, you on that one. I would have added Tombstone. And then, and then I'll throw in all of the, the, the extended cut of The Lord of the Rings, but I'll throw it in as one movie. That's, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. So if we do top five, my fifth one, you know, in addition to like Elf, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, The Labyrinth, Princess Bride, is The Patriot. Really? I fucking love that movie. Heath? Heath Ledger? Yep. Is that is that why? I, I mean, he that introduced me to Heath Ledger, but okay. I love that movie. Um, the little girl when she cries when she says "Papa," every yeah. single time I tear up. I can't help it. It just the, happens. The so, scene when movie. the scene when his second in command comes home and finds his par- his his family hung, and just shoots himself, just yeah. right there. It's so, just uh, oh my god. It, that's a fantastic to me. That is one. That's a fantastic movie yep. and it's one of my all-time favorites yep jason yeah. isaac does a great fucking job being an actor. oh he's yes. awful and wonderful and awful and every time i see him in anything else i'm like you yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. bryce you oh. got a top five uh i don't i don't think i'll go top five but i'll go i'll go top two the two main ones that i'd probably watch no matter what would be uh edge of tomorrow fucking love that movie great. and uh Oh, didn't catch that one. We lost you, Bryce. It's a secret. Your mic just <laughs> yeah. went out. Yep. Yeah, your mic's out, buddy. Sounds like your cave. Something wrong with your cable. Yeah, we got wah, nothing wah. on this end. Yeah, we got we nothing, are, buddy. Don't keep us in a lurch, homie. Oh, it must be the artist. <laughs> the disaster artist. <laughs> nope. Fuck. Uh, almost had you. Oh, jostle it a bit. Yeah, that works. There, there, there we go. go. There we go. I don't know what the fuck happened. I wonder if my cord's breaking. Um, so Edge of Tomorrow and uh Love and Monsters. Love and Monsters. Yeah. You guys haven't watched it? Oh my god, it's fucking amazing. I can't say it that. has uh Dylan O'Brien, 
Mike, Michael Roker. No, it's like post-apocalyptic. Huh. Oh my God. It's good. Yeah. It's fucking yeah, awesome. I'll check it out. Hell yeah, Dude. I love it. I think it's on Amazon for free. Nice. I love nice. Dylan O'Brien. Yeah. Dude. He's it's a good movie. I love that movie. Okay. I'll have to give We kind of watched it on a whim and both my wife and I just fell in love with it. Did the dog die? Oh yeah. Uh, no, the dog killed everyone and, and uh, ruled Earth. Yes. Only if it's upset. I'm just going to go with After that. ordering a dry burger and fries with no salt. <laughs> <laughs> with dead eyes. The dog yeah. was a serial killer the whole time. <laughs> what a twist. <laughs> um, but you I'm, love him. Oh. I'm going to oh. go um, for my top five desert island movies. I'm going to go um, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Uh, the extended Lord of the Rings trilogy as one movie. One movie. Yep. As yep. Travis did. Uh, I got to go Braveheart Jesus. with you. I'm right there with you. Um, <laughs> At least we didn't get all dressed up. Oh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Um, the Road Warrior. I fucking oh, yeah. love The Road Warrior. Oh. And The um, no, Road Warrior, not Mad Max. The original. No, yeah. The second one. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Dark Knight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can run with you on that. Yeah. No, they're great. Choices. And then and- on the desert island, I'm going to walk around referring to myself as Lord Humongous. <laughs> <laughs> you stay off my island. Stay off my island. <laughs> Honestly, that's like my, if we were going to my five, island, <laughs> I, I would have to agree with Braveheart definitely on my top five. Uh, tombstones right up there. You Again, tell them I'm coming. Labyrinth. And like, I don't even really want to count the Lord of the Rings because honestly, it's kind of a creature unto itself. Like, I can't even put it up to any other fantasy movie that I love, and I love a lot of them. Like Crawl. I mean, Willow. Willow. Fuck, yeah. name it. It's awesome, and it's they're glorious movies. But Lord of the Rings is kind of a spaces and monsters. Yeah, and it's just yeah, I have a hard time really counting that one because it's kind of a standalone, and it's a bit of a time investment compared to most of these. What? what? It's only fourteen and a half hours. What? But if you're on a desert island, what else are you going? What do you? Exactly. What else you got going? You're going to send your coconuts over to Jim's island, just invite him over to watch it. Yeah. Probably. Was it the last time we did the desert island game? We had we were <laughs> fantasizing about our map and w- like where our islands were and how. Well, they we have shaped. to add Travis now, so we have an island yeah. chain of six islands. Yes. We all named our islands too. Oh my gosh! Oh. Did we? We did. I don't remember mine. I don't remember. I don't either. <laughs> she remembers naming it. It's not what she but named it. I remember like the coconut, like we would ship it off like a message in a bottle and like invite each other over. And then we decided we have to have different movies, different top movies. So we could all have movie nights at each other's islands. And then when we're in a fight, just get off my island. Get off my island. I know what I would give the number five slot for me. Beetlejuice. <gasps> oh. I fucking grew up I loving love that Beetlejuice. Yeah. so much. I'm yeah. excited for the next, for the one that's coming out. Yeah, I I've seen too many like know. fan-made trailers that I don't trust it until I see it. Right. Honestly, this, I'm Tim excited Burton, for 
movie. was a big advocate against the idea of even making a sequel because he's like there, there's well really and it's no not point. a movie that needs a sequel yeah <clears throat> not gonna be again it but it better well you will if you you go to watch it and it just destroys everything every reason you love the original for no otherwise willy wonka would have done that for charlie and the chocolate factory yeah yeah and dumb and dumber too dumb and dumber Dumber -er -er. that to dumb and dumber yep and it didn't yeah godfather three didn't ruin the first two nope and i mean the hobbit didn't ruin lord of the rings even though it tried it tried real hard. It came real close. He gave it a go. <laughs> they put in maximum. Gave it the old college yep. cap. <laughs> gave it the old college it. try. Yep. They roofied Lord of the Rings, took it upstairs. Yep. Made poor life choices. <laughs> you guys ever uh, seen Lights Out? That's what they did to Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys feel about like I, I guess sort of the big stupid comedies, 70s, 80s, 90s, it, it, to me, I, and I'm going to throw in there like Animal House, Caddyshack, um, Integral, Porky's, <laughs> the original vacation. Comedy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, um, I will eat up a good comedy anytime, but it's got to be a good comedy. Yeah. So many of them fall short. And most of the best comedy, in my opinion, 80s. Especially when you have things like Caddyshack and Vacation. Uh, You got fucking the Three Amigos with Martin, Chase, and um, uh, Short. That is hands down my all-time favorite uh, comedy comedy from that era. Yeah, You also had Young Frankenstein. Yeah. Oh, you throw Mel Brooks in there. Yeah, yeah we're anything Mel Brooks does. I'm yeah. just oh, like, it's gold. Blazing Saddles, oh. History of the World Part Two. Oh, I love it. I love it all so much. It's just brilliant. I still want Mel Brooks to come out with a History of the World, a sequel to his first one, but call it History of the World Part Three. Yep. So everyone will still ask, Have you guys part two? Part two. So yep. one of my favorite Steve Martin movies, and I was just telling my wife about this not too long ago, and I really want her to see this, um, <laughs> is a movie Steve Martin did with Lily Tomlin called All of Me. I seem to remember. Oh. I vaguely so, remember it. So Steve yeah. Martin plays this lawyer, and he's, he's hired to represent this dying woman who has found this yogi who upon her death can transfer her soul into that of a young woman so she can live her life because oh. she's been she's been sick her whole life so she's never really lived so she's going to give all will all of her money to this woman in order to have that money in this new body well the 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 young woman kind of screws her and the whole thing is somehow Lily Tomlin ends up in Steve Martin's body and controls half of his body and oh. it's fucking hysterical and one awesome. of the best moments is when uh uh lily tomlin's character's name is edwina and she they get her out of steve martin but she's in some other body and the bowl this this fucking sacrificial bowl thing that they use gets dented and there's this whole thing because the yogi isn't really good at speaking english but it's this whole thing with martin and this yogi going Put Edwina 
back in bowl, back in bowl. Yes, back in bowl. <laughs> and it's this whole thing that goes on for like two minutes where he's just trying to keep it. And it, it never me. fails to make me laugh because it's just go, 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 go. <laughs> All that one. Oh, if you haven't like seen it, do yourself a favor, find it. It is so worth it because it's brilliant comedy. It's Steve Martin, I think, honestly, at one of his finest moments, because there's this great thing. He's in court and he falls asleep. But Lily Tomlin is in control of him because as he's asleep, she gets full control of the body. So she has to argue this court case, but she's walking. He's walking like a woman. <laughs> So, so that brings me to a, another question for the group. The single funniest scene in a movie. And the movie can be crap. The rest of it can't. It may not even oh. be. But the scene, the one scene that is the most funny scene you have ever seen in a movie that to this day will crack you up. Three Amigos, The Singing Bush, and The Invisible Swordsman. Okay. You shot The Invisible Swordsman. Well, how was I supposed to know? You were supposed to shoot up. We shot up. <laughs> you guys? Oh my God, it's so hard. But the first thing that came to mind when you said that was me, myself, and Irene okay. when Jim Carrey has cotton mouth and he's like got slobber and he's like, <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I don't know. That's the first thing that came to mind, but I'm like, <gasps> So Funny mine things. is from a Jim Carrey movie, but it's not Jim Carrey. It is the Steve Carell scene in Bruce Almighty <laughs> when yes! he's controlling him. Sorry. That's yep. I'm changing my mind to that. <laughs> oh, I, I, that is Steve time. Carell. It makes the movie. Best. It steals the movie. It is, and it is the. I, I cry every time I see it. It is, and the rest of the movie's meh, but that scene alone is cinematic comedic magic. Yeah, so good. Oh. Really good, good pick. It's so hard. Um, the one that I would bring up that still makes me laugh every single time I see it is probably one I would be surprised if y'all had seen it. It's from a movie called Escanaba in the Moonlight. It's a Jeff Daniels movie. It's just a goofy fucking story about this family that has a long lineage of going hunting. And Jeff Daniels character is a buckless youper. And this is the year he has to get one. Otherwise he goes in the book as, the eldest without ever having bagged a deer well to try to change his luck uh they basically try to summon some natural spirits to help him out and it ends up possessing him and so they're trying to wake him up and there's a character that's with them called the jimmer and he's passed out just sleeping and he rips ass and they're they kind of just look at him and they're like okay let's do it so they just put Jeff Daniels' face right in the ass of this character. And they're like, come on, he's not going. I don't, I don't know. It must be clogged. So one of them jumps up on his back and starts working the Jimmer's legs, trying to 
like crank one out of him. The jammer wakes up and he turns around and he goes, "Was that explains my dream?" <laughs> it's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, I just thought of one. Still, hands down, funniest goddamn scene, and it's the scene in planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, I recently rewatched this too. Where John Candy and oh. Steve Martin are in bed and they're waking up. Is like, yeah. where's your other hand? It's Those between two pillows. pillows. Those aren't pillows. <laughs> and, yep. and then they're all like, hey, how about that game? Yep. How about the game? Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Just that uncomfortable, we just had this gay moment. Oh, that movie is just so brilliant. <laughs> I fucking love every part And of it's that. chock Honestly, full of those, those moments where it's just like, it really is a tragic movie, but it's full of just great moments. Yeah. Uh, Steve Martin losing it at the rental car place and then getting oh, told he's fucked. fucked. <laughs> but again, honestly, I have yet to really watch a bad John Candy movie. Same. Like, seriously, he really yeah. didn't miss ever for me. Like, Canadian Bacon wasn't great, but he was still fucking awesome in it. Yeah. My and top like, two John Candies, uh, and and I will stop everything and watch them when they're on. Volunteers is uh, no oh, delirious great movie, fucking great. Delirious and uh, who's Harry Crumb? Oh, I love oh, Harry good Crumb one. when he's on the uh, on the um the fan and he's holding on. That was like always my favorite scene as a kid. I always thought it was holy because that little kid is like mm. it was so funny. <laughs> and I love or when he's in him. he's in the the spa and the ladies getting the mud bath treatment yes. and he he plays tic tac toe with. <laughs> oh my god! I, I I'm a fan of the great outdoors. Yes. yes. God. Oh, buddy. Oh. I made Ryan oh, watch God. it. He had never seen it before, and I was oh. like, "Are you kidding me? We're watching this fucking now." And I love only the, the water lovely. skiing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And the steak. the steak. The steak. The steak. Okay. Fat okay. gristle left on that plate. Processing <laughs> nicely. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd was a gem in that movie. Uh, the bat. Yeah. Bat. We had a bat in our house, and it woke us up at 3 a.m. So something was going on and Shira, my younger dog starts just barking her head off at 3 a.m. And we're like, what the fuck? So I didn't, we just kind of like, just go back to bed, scare the shit out of us. And then I went up, went to the bathroom, came back and laid down. And I heard this like tinking sound down here. And I was, my heart starts racing and I'm like, someone's in the fucking house. I was like, Ryan, get up. So, and she was barking again. So we got her quiet and we're like, someone's in the house. Ryan gets a gun. I have a bat. And he's in his underwear and he's just got his gun out and he's getting ready. He's going down the stairs and I'm behind him with a bat because we didn't want two people with the gun, you know, just safety measures. So, you know, we're, we're like ready. And, um, this person's about to have a bad fucking night. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my stairs go down one and there's a landing, then it turns then down the rest. So he gets to the landing and he leans back and goes, Whoa, it's a bat. And we run into the bedroom. I started laughing so hard because I had so much relief that it wasn't another person. I was like, oh, thank <laughs> God it was not a person. Not to <laughs> drop a cap in a motherfucker, but a and, rat with wings is too much. <laughs> but that, that first, <laughs> but that <laughs> first, the first thing I thought of was that scene from the great outdoors. <laughs> Yep, and I was yep. laughing so like I was crying. I was laughing. And, and they're all out of the house, and Candy goes back in, 
and the bat <laughs> swoops to me. He comes, it's it's a monster. It's yep. this big, just the teeth. Like, just burn it down. It buzzed me. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. I, I I will argue that the '80s were some of the greatest com- comedy films. The original the '90s give it a run, though. The they original do, Revenge I mean, of the Nerds. Yes. yes. Oh my god! Nerds. Better off dead. Yes. Oh yeah. Dollars. How is a day for a spectacle to behold? Uh, it's pure snow. <laughs> You know the street value you in this mountain? Danny, you almost made me spit out my water. Oh. Beautiful. My chest hurts now. <laughs> Sorry, I blew up your mom. <laughs> He's always putting his testicles on me. I'm sorry, his huh? what? <laughs> Tentacles. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, He's skiing on one run, ski. <laughs> there were some good movies that come out in the 90s, but I think... Yeah. Like the last comedy movie that I ever really volunteered to watch was uh, Due Date with RDJ and oh, who the fuck was it? Galifianakis. Yeah, Galifianakis. That one had a couple of good laughs in it, but honestly, mm-hmm. it it felt very much like. And I know they probably did it on purpose, but it was a rip off of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh yeah, it was. It, they they copped to it. And my problem with that was it was like, Galifianakis, you ain't no John Candy, bro. It's just kind of soulless, Sorry. you know, a little bit. Like, it's just like, hit the beats and move on. Yeah. I think that the first Hangover I was, was just going to say that. It yes. was a fucking masterpiece. and really deserves to be talked in the realm of Animal House Caddyshack. Yep. I mean, it's up yep. there. The rest of them, we didn't need. It would have made a fantastic standalone adventure for these guys and stayed classic. But that first one, oh my God. Yeah. I want to hear one from Bryce. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not a huge comedy fan, so I have a hard time picking stuff. Tag. Tag Serial killer. Yeah, absolutely. That's another way to spot one. Want your dry burger there, bud? <laughs> yeah, saltless fries. <laughs> Dry burgers and saltless fries. Can I get it uh, all guys, separate too? This was a lot <laughs> of fun. Everything in its own container. Yeah. <laughs> this, this was a lot of fun, but we do need to wrap it up. And before we do, we do need to, and I hate to do this because we've had such a good time, but we do need to acknowledge um that I know all of our hearts go out to the families in, in Texas. Yeah. Um a lot needs to be done. Um, but we've, we've hashed this topic to death to, we've juiced it to rhymes. So there's nothing more that we can say other than, um, our hearts are, are, are with those families who've, who've lost loved ones. Um, I, I, again, I hate to bring it down on, on a, a fucked up note like that, especially after we've had so much fun. But, um, one of the things I'm very proud of this show for is that we do, acknowledge when there's tragedy and um yeah again we've 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 juiced that topic to rhymes there's nothing more that we can say that adds to the conversation so um i hope when you hear this you're having a really good memorial day weekend and 
take a minute to hug the people that you love mm -hmm. that you care for because you just you just never know Rest well y'all so with that yep. uh i wish you all a great week and we will talk to you again soon bye Thank you for listening to Not Another Podcast. There are so many places for you to find us outside of www.notanotherpodcast.com. For instance, you can find us on Facebook at Not Another Podcast. You can also find us on Tumblr at www.notanotherpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also find me, Samantha Stark, on Twitter at SamanthaStark3. And you can find James on Twitter as well under James Spooky, spelled with an I-E, not a Y. And you wanted it. You asked for it. You got it. You can also find us now on iTunes under, you guessed it, Not Another Podcast. We'll talk to you soon. Peace out, Not Another Podcasters.